If you find the real estate market stressful, confusing, and complicated, then you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as Randy and his expert guests dispel the myths and give you a dose of reality. It's Real Estate Revealed. And here's your host, Chicagoland's premier home appraiser, Randy Barcella. A very enthusiastic and exciting welcome to Real Estate Revealed, and I am Randy Barcella. It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I am happy that you tuned in. Okay, today's, today's special Easter show, yeah. When to hire a real estate assistant? Wow, it's so busy now, you have to. In studio is the premier real estate expert from App Properties North Shore, yeah, Paula Avenham. And also, learning how to invest, a guide for beginners. Oh, I need this. Uh, and in studio, to educate us, as always, is the premier certified financial planner from Country Financial. Yeah, Gary Browner. Also, here's one urgent call to action, everybody. If you still have PMI, I don't know why. Uh, that's private mortgage insurance with home values that have been rising over the past five years. You may be able to refinance now and remove that PMI. Yeah. And to explain to this to all of us is the premier mortgage loan consultant. Uh, yeah. Pat Canone from the Loan Depot. And then should you have a home inspection done before you hope before your home is for sale? Wow. In studio is the premier real estate broker and principal with Compass in Barrington. Yeah. Kim Alden. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Easter. Yeah. Happy Easter, Randy. Thank Happy you. Easter, Paula. And uh, Paula Avenham, this is a really good one here. Tell me about the assistant. Yeah, thanks. So um, actually, for, for me myself, with the uh, market picking up so much these past couple of months, um, I actually hired someone just recently, about a month ago. Um, she is part-time. And so I started really thinking about this, you know, and what, you know, what she's doing to help me stay focused. And, you know, before I hired her, I thought, what's going on with my business? Like, where am I at? I definitely felt very overwhelmed. And the main thing was, is that I felt like I wasn't doing, I, I wasn't able to give my clients as much attention as they deserve. So that was just, that was it. It was a no brainer for me after that. I said, you know what, I've got to hire someone. So um, oh, it's been life changing. The general rule of thumb is if you're wondering if you should consider hiring a real estate, a real estate assistant, if you're an agent who consistently closes 25 or more deals a year, it's kind of on the high side. I like to think of it as more of like 15 to and up um, because if you just break down the numbers per month and where you're at, because the thing about an assistant is that, you know, you want to make sure that they're helping you so that you can give your clients, first and foremost, the best customer service. My want. experience is if a realtor is too busy for me, I don't want to work with that realtor. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And <sighs> so there's so many, it sounds so easy. Oh, I'm going to hire an assistant, but you really have to have like an outline of what you're looking for with that assistant and keep that um, that communication with the person that you're hiring of what your uh, what your needs are. Remember Richard Gere, old movie uh, on Rodale Drive? Oh. His, uh, his assistant was not getting <laughs> a lot of attention in the store. And it, the guy said, you came to the right place. We, we do a lot of sucking up here and you're in the right place. So he just you know, tons of attention to him and his uh, assistant. Yeah, that's what your clients want. And that's what they deserve, actually. So uh, we all know that. And so, um, but there's so much more involved with real estate. So hiring someone to help you free up your time so you can focus on your time with your clients and then they can keep your business going. Because what happens when you have these ebbs and flows, which we do in real estate? Hello. (laughs) Um, Hey, the North Shore is kind of like Rodeo Drive, right? 
Yeah. All the rich and famous up there. (laughs) I love it. Well said. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So uh, have a really clear and cut um, conversation and expectations. Set your expectations with your assistant. Have, for me anyways, what I'm doing, and I find that this is what most people do, is they have um, that person keep their business alive, right? Keep the marketing going. Keep the communication going and keep that, uh, what do they call it, pipeline. Keep that, keep your business growing so that when you do have that lull time, you're still in the works. You still have people that are out there, at least buyers looking, um, and your assistant can help you with that. You've got to be careful when you do hire an assistant and how much, you know, if they're a broker, then they're allowed to go ahead and do the open houses uh, for you. If they are not a licensed broker, so you need to make sure that you talk to your managing broker. Also check on the MLS, check what the MLS rules are. Um, there is a section, and it does say, specify that if you do have an assistant, okay, guys, this is really important, that you need to make sure that you actually give them, you sign up for a different account for them. They can still have access to your information. You actually have to sign them up, and you do have to pay those dues. Don't try to get around it because they will, you know, you just don't want to do anything that you're not supposed to do. So make sure you have, you know, you get all of your ducks in a row before you hire that assistant. Um, and I can talk to you more about... Most realtors are so busy the last two years because rates have been around 3%, mm-hmm. and houses are flying off the shelves quick. Yeah, I can't, I, I, I literally can't, I can't keep up. So like I said, I, I hired my, oh my gosh, she's amazing. Hi, Samantha, I know you're going to be listening. I love you. <laughs> she's fantastic. I mean, even as we're, you know, I was coming to the show, she's sending me marketing, or she's including me on marketing uh, um, pieces that she's sending out to my clients for spring, and she's really creative on the market side, which, um, you know, I'm, I'm good at, but it's so much nicer to have someone else take care of that for me. And I don't have to worry about my clients not keeping up to date with information, new data, new information. Um, she's- and sometimes not high volume realtors are okay in the best assistance because they're better at the office work and the paperwork. Yeah. They're not, they may not be as good as generating leads and closing a deal, but they're so wonderfully good with documentation, well, paperwork. Yeah, and you have to find the per- the right Keeping fit. you on schedule, yeah. Paula. Keeping, uh, right. <laughs> no, I, I agree. This past January, I just hired an assistant, but I wanted somebody, I didn't want to take the time through the training, and he's already got his property casualty life and health, so he can take over a lot of things that I can, so this way I can concentrate on what I do best with the investments. In that right, so that's exactly right. And I, I didn't, I have actually been looking for someone for a few, about six months. I interviewed two other people before and I just didn't think it was going to be a right fit for me. And I really wanted to wait to find the right fit because there's nothing, you know, it's hard. You spend a lot of time mm-hmm. training them and getting them up to speed with what you're looking for, an assistant, and then so you got to know before you have to have yeah. a few conversations with the person that you're thinking about hiring to make yeah. sure it's going to be. A good and this fit. person's an older gentleman. He's retired. Oh. So it works out even oh, better. He's got great tons of time. He on has a lot time. of time. That's what yes. we need. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a uh, I can't. Um, so I could say I watched Paula Avenham go from a big producer to a really big, big producer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Next year, she's going to have two uh, assistants. Well, that's my goal. Hey, Paula, this is it. great information. How can yeah. somebody get a hold of you for your yeah, great service? Please. It's getting even better now. Thank you. Because yeah, you have an assistant. Because I have an assistant. And maybe two next year. So um, please give me a call at 773-988-7341. Or you can text me. Um, I'll respond very quickly. Or you can email me at paulaavenham at atproperties.com. Or, of course, you can find me on the show, AM560 Real Estate Revealed. 
Hey, uh, everybody, it's Easter Sunday, but we're all working here after the show. Uh, not Gary Browner, because he's going to the airport and he's going to be in the Keys. But I'm working today, Sunday afternoon, after my Easter brunch. Uh, Paul, we're all working. That's uh, This is what we do. We sure are. Yeah. So, like uh, Paula Evan, I'm happy Easter. Happy Easter. Speak thanks, Randy. Of, thanks. Hey, Gary Browner, what's going on, my friend? Well, Randy, I just wanted to talk about maybe uh, starting how people can start to invest. Most people are very conservative when they're saving their nest egg. Uh, not necessarily an essay, but they're saving up for that first home purchase. They don't want to take a lot of chances with the volatility of the stock market. So they've been very conservative in their investing. But now that they got that you know, their dream house, they want to maybe look at you know saving for college, saving for retirement, or saving for something, maybe their next big house. But they want to take a little bit more risk on. So what we can do is uh, start working with them at an early time in which we can start you know, working in a sense of how we want to invest. If that person wants to be a self-directed investor, they, you know, they be, maybe you're in a small investment club or they're reading a lot of uh, uh, papers, et cetera, they can just make their own decisions. The main thing is if you feel comfortable doing it on your own, do it on your own. If you don't want to do it on your own, you want to have some advice from a professional, you know, give somebody like me, a certified financial planner, a call. I've been doing this for 22 years, and I'd be glad to help you out. Yeah, I would. I would want to talk to you because I mean, <laughs> well, first of all, you're good, and I would want someone to give me some direction and you well, know, you know, it's, where to invest right. and how. A, and... a good example, like last Friday, there was a big problem in the stock market, a lot of volatility. There was a, a hedge fund called the Family Office, Archegos. Ar- <clears throat> they were uh, they, they had to put down that they were managing ten billion dollars of family money. But they were leveraged to the tune of $30 billion. And what that means is if you just have a 30% loss on your portfolio, that portfolio is wiped out. I hate to tell you, that's a few billion out of my range. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, but what it did, it, it was kind of yeah, like it, it started this selling spree. $30 billion, I don't have that much. It's it a started, few billion yeah, out. It started a big selling spree. because I love it. There were stocks like Viacom and et cetera. They were starting to sell. When all, when all of a sudden, the market sees all these stocks selling. Just, it's like lemmings. Everybody's just following and keeps selling. I got to have a guy like you at, at the table watching the ticker tape on the uh, financial channel because you got to warn me when this stuff goes down because <laughs> I, I could just be sitting there on the beach or, or just laying back. Hey, my money's growing, but all of a sudden this stuff's going Lights up out. and down. And well, Gary's got to blow the whistle to stop the buying. The thing is, when I have, <laughs> when I have clients call me when things like that oh, happen, God. I just tell them don't worry about it. Like, like for instance, last Last February. When hey, we... I don't want to rush you at all. Okay. We're coming to a quick break. I get a kick out of Gary Browner, don't you? He's such a genius. <laughs> He's a genius. <laughs> hey, welcome back. Happy Easter to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. I'm Randy Barcelli, your show host. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, more of Gary Browner with Country Financial. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella. It's so good, it's so good. And it's always so good to be with you every Sunday morning on the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Good morning. Happy Easter, everybody. I'm Randy Barcelli, your show host. And uh, thank you all so much for making us your Sunday habit. Because without you, we are not here week after month after year. And it's my understanding that now that we are starting our 14th year. Wow. That's because of you, the audience. And we love it. We love bringing you valuable content and information that you need to make your life stress-free going into this real estate financial um, uh, mortgage market. But before the break, well, uh, Gary Browner, he's a certified financial planner, genius, doing this forever. Um, 
Learning how to invest, uh, invest a guide for beginners, and uh, he was just talking about how there was a lot of volatility. Yeah. Well, one of the reasons I brought up that situation last Friday with Archegos is that here are the experts. Here's a, here's a hedge fund manager that lost $10 billion, and if he's the expert, how can people like us survive in the market? Well, the thing is, if you have a strong portfolio that's well-balanced, you don't have to worry about it. These markets go so quickly from into a recession, out of a recession. Like last last year, uh, we was a two-month recession. It started in March and ended in, in, uh, in late April. So it's just the idea. If you sit back and wait, your, your portfolio will come back. It's not going to be like many time, many years ago where it was years before for a portfolio to come like out. Like the of. 70s were like that. Yeah, or even the 80s. You know, it, it took years. I mean, even with what the uh, recession that happened in 2000, it was not. In, uh, we didn't come back until like 2003, 2004. Nasdaq took 10 years to recoup their uh, numbers, and uh, so basically, what we're just trying to do is just if you feel comfortable doing it yourself, you have to become disciplined in a sense of being able to ride out these lows and not trying to time the market and be cute about it. Or if you don't want to take those pressures on yourself. Deal with a financial professional like I, myself, like I said earlier, and we'll guide you along with that. And there's all levels of, of, of participation by us. In that so, sense. Gary, this is a guide for beginners. I come to you and I say, hey, Gary, I'm 25 or 30 years old and I've got a th uh, 5000 in the bank. So I don't know if I want to take all 5000 out, but I'm going to give you 3000 So you got to help me. Yeah, I mean, we can, do, <laughs> we can do stuff like that. But I, I did that same training, I, I call it training, with my own kids. They understand that the money that they have in their investment accounts is not there just for going out and spending. My daughter has never asked me for any of this money. She's 20 years old, and I, we started investing for her when she was 13 years old. So it's just the idea, once you instill all these factors into somebody's lifestyle, and they realize what these money, this money is here, you have goals for that money, and that's when you go into that money, then you know you're a successful investor. There's going to be the stock market's a roller coaster ride, much more so than the real estate market. The real estate market kind of goes ebbs and flows in these year long patterns. I'd, be, I'd rather go with real estate. 1987 was the SNL debacle. Things came crashing. After 9 yeah. 11, it crashed. After 2008, that was a crash. So. Every 20 years, something bad happens. Yeah, stock market. Yeah. But stock market, I, you know what? I don't have enough nerves to, to do this on, well, to do the stock market on my own. That's why I'm on a radio show as opposed to a TV show, because people won't see all my uh, silver hair here like that. And I'm only 30 years old. So. <laughs> yeah, I could never handle the pressure of trying to do it on my own. I need, a, I need you, a financial planner. Oh, thank you. That's what we're here for. And there's all different types of scenarios. Do, do you have a carte blanche? You can invest somebody's half a million as you want, but then you have to know when to pull out, get to the sidelines. Well, we, we, what we Buy, do sell. On, on, a, on, a, on a portfolio, we'll do re, uh, rebalances on it like every six months. So if, you, if the market's been really strong and you had a 60% equity portfolio, 40% bond portfolio, and the market was really a bullish market during that period of time, and now it's kind of like skewed up to maybe a 75% equity, 25% bond because the equities have performed that much better. Uh, you want to do a rebalancing because you just moved yourself from a, a not a moderate, but a growth portfolio to a, a very aggressive growth portfolio. So you may want to just sell off some of that equity portion. You're doing what you've always been trained to do, sell high, and now you're going to be buying low. You're going to be buying that bond portion at a lower price. And so you're selling high, buying low, and if you do this every six wow, months. Wow, that just sounds pretty easy. 
Yeah. <laughs> Simple. I, I, just, I just gave away my secrets. That's why you get paid the big bucks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, no, the main thing is you just got to be a disciplined investor. You don't want to be – you can watch the market on a daily basis, but don't let it get to you. All right, yeah, Gary Brauner, I know he's working. No, he's not. He's in Florida this afternoon. But yep. you can text him. How, how can somebody get a hold of you? You can call me, 630-863-4775. That phone can also receive a text. Or you can go to the website, www.realestatereveal.com. Pull my bio off of there. As you can pull Pat's and Kim's and Randy's and Paula's. All our bios are on that website and you, all our contact information. Hey, enjoy your Florida spring break. Thank you. Enjoy. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Wow, that's Gary Broner. And it, like he said, you know what? If you want to get to the website of uh, to learn all about everybody, biographies, testimonies, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. But also I have videos this morning right now. Just go to Facebook, Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. Hey, and speaking of uh, moving right along, urgent call to action is what he said. If you still have PMI, private mortgage insurance, with the home values that have been rising over the last five years, and last two years especially, you may be able to refinance, remove the PMI, lower your payment, and a lot of other magical things with the mortgage loan consultant himself. Yeah, this is Pat Canone from Loan Depot. Good morning, everyone, and happy Easter to all. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, a few weeks back, the sky is falling. The hey, sky is falling. Everybody's got to check Pat Canone on a video this morning. He's got this hot shot Italian suit on and tie he is really ready for Easter brunch with the family today. It's, it's Easter Sunday, my friend. It's Easter Sunday. Hey, uh, that urgent call to action is definitely out there. Um, basically, if you listen to the media right now, the sky is falling. You know, interest rates are up. But you know where they're up? To the levels that they were just before the pandemic. So if an interest rate around three and a quarter is too high, you know, we have uh, some uh, talking to do. Uh, right, Gary? Right. Yeah. So... The urgent call to action is right now, as Randy indicated, uh, with the escalating valuation in home prices that he's experiencing, that we're all experiencing, if you have PMI and you purchased a few years ago, boy, oh boy, run to the phone, give me a call, let's talk, because we may be able to remove PMI. And on the other end, life happens. And if you've accumulated some debt, some credit card debt, student loans, and things of that nature... Now's the time also to take a look at and use a part of that equity that you've built to possibly consolidate that debt into a lower mortgage uh, payment and allow you to save tons of money over time. I'm working with a couple right now, John and Teresa. We're going to be saving them $700 a month on their mortgage by doing this consolidation theory, uh, not theory, this consolidation loan that I've uh, been discussing. And what I'm also suggesting is that they talk to their financial planner, like Gary, and take possibly half of that money and put it back towards the principal, and the other half invest and invest the other half Mm -hmm. long term, so that they're building uh, additional monies for their retirement. It's unbelievable. Um, Actually, there was a statistic this past week that said that Americans are grossly underfunded for their retirements. Uh, Gary, I'm sure will echo this. Uh, You know, there are folks that have the have million million dollar portfolios but there are more folks out there that have very little money set aside for retirement there's a study that came out monday 25 percent of Amer- of retired americans do not have any retirement savings at all so now we have an opportunity by consolidating your um, mortgage uh 
and consolidating that debt into your mortgage, taking a portion of that monthly savings and possibly helping you to fund that retirement plan. So that's one of the key areas that we can assist you with, I can assist you with, uh, uh, during this wonderful golden age, as I keep mentioning, of real estate. So if you have lots of high interest debt to pay each month, the cost quickly can become overwhelming. For some, the best road is this debt consolidation that I've been discussing. And with interest rates at the levels that we're seeing right now in the low threes, debt consolidation refinance or home equity loan can be a great way to save money and to accumulate savings. But it's important to understand with these strategies that with the benefits, there are potential pitfalls. There's always a pro and a con. So in other words, are you going to be in that home several more years? Because if you're not, it may not pay to do this particular strategy. And that's where an individual like myself who's been in the industry for quite a while can sit down and educate you through the process. And as I tell everyone, we only move forward if it makes economic sense for you. So um, how debt consolidation works, basically what we'll take a look at is all of your credit card debt, student loan debt, which is definitely an issue for many Americans today. And we'll take a look and plan out if it makes sense to pay off and what to pay off and see what those monthly savings And you know what, Pat? I, I want to hear more of your plan, but we're coming up to a quick break. That's Pat Canone, the mortgage loan expert from the Loan Depot. And, and before that was the expert certified financial planner. Yeah, Gary Broner with um, Country Financial. If you missed any part of the first half of this show or any of the show, don't even worry about it. Tomorrow, Monday afternoon, the podcast plays again. But you can, um, oh my gosh, let, let's let's take a quick break and we'll come back with more of, of, um, of all of this all-star cast. Pat Canone, Loan Depot, and uh, we'll be right back. Happy Easter, everybody. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. I like it like that. Oh, my gosh. I can't uh, sing at all, but I can dance salsa very well. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Sunday morning. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you're listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. And uh, once again, thank you, everybody, so much for making us your Sunday habit. Without you, we are not here week after month after year. I understand we're in our 14th year now, and it's because you, the audience. But we love it. Every week, we try to bring you valuable content and information to make your life stress-free or at least lower the stress in this industry. And right before the break, um, he's telling the truth here. I've seen it. Um, Pat Canone, the mortgage loan expert from the Loan Depot, was talking about an urgent call to action because if you have PMI, guess what? Property values have been going up the last five years. I think you should call Pat Canone and see where you're at because you could easily remove that PMI. Thanks, Randy. Absolutely. I mean, I've been doing it every single day, every single week this past year and a half with these escalating valuations of properties. So debt, as I was mentioning prior to the break, debt consolidation is worth pursuing if you're if you have steady and predictable income and you want your monthly payments more affordable. But here, folks, is where I'm going to put on my other cap. And you need to do some soul searching at this point. So let's say we do the debt consolidation. We need to set up a plan so that you don't place yourself in that situation again, running up huge credit card debt that can place you in this cycle again within two or three years. So what is debt consolidation refinance? Uh, The goal of any debt consolidation program is to lower your monthly cost. And the lowest cost source of money for most homeowners today is their primary mortgage. Um, As I mentioned at the uh, top of the um, show, um, interest rates have popped up a little bit. Despite the media uh, 
uh, saying that the sky is falling. Interest rates are basically back at the levels that they were prior to the pandemic beginning. So we're back into the low threes, which, uh, and quite honestly, are still near historical lows. When I bought my first place, I think it was 8%. And And a lot of people in the studio, when they first bought, it was 14 or 15%. So... You know what? Don't listen to the scary media. If the rates went from three to three and a quarter, big deal. You know, it's it's such a cheap, low r- r- amount to purchase. Absolutely. And 15-year rates are still in the in the twos. So, you know, at today's remarkably low mortgage rates, you could potentially pay off credit card debts with annual percentage rates and of 18 to 25%. I mean, it's ridiculous what these credit card companies are getting away with. And if you have a loan uh, mortgage out there, Anywhere around four or in the high threes, it pays to take a look. So how does this all work? Uh, basically, what I do is sit down with you. Uh, we can either have a consultation over the phone, a Zoom call, or if you prefer, an in, uh, in-home or at the office meeting. And we take a look and analyze everything. And we make sure that if we're going to pursue this particular strategy, that it makes economic sense for you. And we only do so if it makes sense. And Pat Canone, how can somebody get a hold of you? Absolutely. You can always reach me at 630-965-8138, 630-965-8138, or on the web at patcanone.com. That's C-A-N-N-O-N-E. Also, the Real Estate Revealed website is also another great area that you can reach out to me at. Great information. I want everybody to know, I know it's Easter Sunday, but there's a lot of people that don't celebrate Easter. I mean, but it's a great holiday. But I'm saying is we're all working today. If you have any questions or comments, Text or call any one of us. We're working today. I know I'm doing an Easter brunch, and probably so is Pat Canone with the family. But guess what? It's nothing for us to pick up the phone and help you. Even today, yeah. Absolutely. I'm I'm having dinner uh, with mom and dad, so uh, I can always uh, take a quick second to answer your call. Hey, speaking of great information, I love this. Um, Should you have a home inspection done before you're going to sell your home? In studio is the premier real estate broker and principal with Compass and Barrington. Yeah, uh, Kim Alden, good morning. Happy Easter. Good morning, Randy. Happy Easter to you. So I wanted to talk about, should we do a home inspection before we list our property? That question comes up, and there's a lot to think about before that. So one of the most important things is, is make sure you're finding a good inspector. Make sure that they're licensed because, you know, you don't want Uncle Joe to come in and do your home inspection. You want to make sure that you have someone who's qualified. Well, somebody knows a guy who has an uncle that knows a guy, and they drive this white peripheral van with nothing, no markings on the outside. So you got to be careful for that, right? Right, absolutely. <laughs> when I was in real estate school, the instructor used to say, don't get Uncle Luigi to come and do your home inspection. So one thing you want to make sure, you want to make sure that they're licensed. You want to make sure that they have insurance. And you most important thing, you want to make sure they're going to stand behind their home inspection. Um, I had a situation where I sold a house to a family, uh, a good friend's family, and the guy missed a big hole in the furnace. I mean, we're all human. How do you miss a big hole in a furnace if you're a home inspector? I don't know. He was obviously in a big, big hurry. And so I called him and said, look, we found this problem. They've been in the house for four weeks, and they can't keep the heat on. They called out the serviceman, and there's this giant hole in the furnace. You missed it. Oh, my goodness. And he was like, well, that's too bad. Sue me. And I was like, Yeah, we will. Yeah, we we will. will. We will. So I go, you're not going to stand behind (laughs) your home inspection? And we're calling the Department of Professional Regulation, too. Right. I said, you're not going to stand behind your home inspection? He's like, no, you can sue me. So I called the attorney who handled it, and lo and behold, we wrote a nice letter, and they got their furnace repaired. Um, But the reason for us sharing that story is you just want to make sure you're going to have someone that stands behind your home inspection. So one of the things to think about, there's pros and cons. Well, you know what? I don't want to rush you at all on point number one, but uh, 
We're coming up to a quick break. Hey, I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you are listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m., and in studio is the premier real estate broker and principal with Compass and Barrington. Yeah, Kim Alden. Um, if you miss any part of uh, the first half of the show, get out to Facebook right now. I have videos on Facebook right now of everybody in the studio. And the website, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com for more information and testimonies. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. It's not unusual to be loved by And it's not unusual for us to have a lot of fun with our audience every Sunday morning. Happy Easter, everybody. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. And I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And right before the break, we were going over some information. I, I love it. Should I have a home inspection done before we sell our house? Well, I've also had people say, hey, should we get an appraisal done before we sell the house? Because you don't want to sell it, even though there's multiple hours, you don't want to sell it 50000 over. Right. On 150,000 sales price, there's no comps. But I love this one. I'd, I, I'd much rather have this one here. Home inspection before, because as a homeowner walks in, well, I don't want to steal her thunder because she knows much better than me. Kim Alden, good morning. Good morning. Um, again, we were talk- before the break, we were talking about, you know, pros and cons of having a home inspection before you list. You know, one of the big cons is you have to disclose everything on the home inspection. So that's Yeah, what- but you have to... So- you have to- disclose everything on the seller's disclosure form anyways. Right. But some of the things you may not know about. Oh, oh, I like like that one. These are like the little hidden. That's why she's part of the show. (laughs) She's one step ahead of me. (laughs) Well, there's some things you may not know. Um, Kim Alden, check her out. So one of the things like nobody goes up in their attic on a regular basis. Okay. You got me there. I don't. Right. I I haven't been in my attic in 32 years. Don't know that I'll ever go in there. But before I list my home, I'm going to send someone up there. So one of the things they find when they go in there is they can find some discoloration. And no one knows it's there until you have a home inspection. So by doing it ahead of time, you can, you know, find out if there's an issue. You can take care of that issue because, you know, the average buyer is going to hear the word, you know, discoloration, not know what it is. Hey, remember the movie Home Alone? And he's in the basement, the little boy, and the space heater started growling and making spooky noises. Hey, that's me. If I open my furnace door, I don't know what's going on in there. Are you kidding me? Right. You've got to get a home inspection. So they can go up there. They can check things out. They usually find things that the homeowner has no idea is wrong with their house. They look at, you know, tuck pointing. They look at the furnace. Um, so it's a great thing because today's buyers, the market is super competitive. All of us know here today. So the last thing you want to do is get this fabulous offer, have some issue that you're going to correct, but the buyer's like, oh, I'm out. You know, I'm afraid of this. I don't want to know about this. So one of the things, it's a great thing to do and just know going into it that if you find something, you're probably going to have to fix it or you're going to have to tell your buyer about it. One of the tips is, even before, if you don't go that route, before you're going to have a home inspection, we always send out a get ready for your home inspection worksheet so that our clients are ready and to know what to expect. They're going to come in. They're going to turn on all your appliances. So if you have laundry in your washer or dryer, they're going to turn it on and rewash it for you. You know, So I always say empty your washer and dryer, empty your dishwasher. Change your furnace filter because they're going to come in if they see a dirty filter. They're going to come in and say, oh, the furnace needs to be cleaned. The other great tip I have for homeowners is if you've had your furnace service, have the paperwork ready. Share that with the uh, your agent so she can share it with the buyer. That's one thing I do every 
month and a half, I change the filter on the air uh, on the furnace. I do that religiously. I just and I have an air cleaner, electric air cleaner, and a black light. I mean, the the air in my house is pure. But that's something I'm into. Right. Well, it is a good thing to do. I tell people, you know, depending on the filter, change it once a month or every six weeks. I've gone into houses on appraisals where there's so much caked up dust and thick stuff. Um, and I say, when was the last time you changed the filter on the furnace? I don't know. Five when, years? When I years? bought When I bought the house. <laughs> That's right. a big fire hazard. It's a huge fire hazard. That and the other fire hazard is the vent to your dryer. People don't know that they should have those cleaned annually. A friend of mine had a big boom. This is about eight years ago. And the laundry area, the mudroom off the garage, the the vents were not cleaned in the dryer and it started a fire. Yeah, there was one in my neighborhood. The Half the house burnt down. They weren't home. They put clothes in the dryer, left, and their house you know, was destroyed. And it, again, people, the inspector's going to look at that. They're going to climb up on the ladder and look. And if you have the corrugated, um, collapsible dryer vent, they're going to tell you to put in a solid dryer vent because that t- holds less lint and is a less of a fire hazard. Mm. So there's all these little tips and trips. And again, our job is to educate our sellers so that they don't run into, you know, 84 items on a home inspection. So what's the conclusion? Sellers should get a home inspection done before they list it for sale? I recommend it. I do. I'm the appraiser. I recommend it. When I'm going to sell my house, I'm going to have one done. I'm going to have to fix it anyway. Why not fix it ahead of time and not have my buyers panic about something that is a fixable? If they go look at my house, they go home with the seller's disclosure. They go home with this home inspection report that there's nothing wrong with my house or there were a couple of things that needed attention. and I took care of it. Exactly. So they have peace of mind now. Exactly. And it's just, again kind of reiterates pride of ownership. Hey, there was a problem. I'm going to take care of it. I may, if you have your maintenance records, again, it's pride of ownership, letting them know that this is how you've maintained your home and they don't have to worry about something creeping up on them that is of the unknown. And that's the biggest fear of buyers today is, you know, I'm going to buy this house. What's going to happen? You know, another thing too, people like to know, what's the utility bills? Even though everyone lives differently, they always want to know that information. So the moral of the story is as much information as you can share with your buyers, the better it's going to be. Good idea. Get a home inspection done before you sell your house. Um, I know the buyer is going to get one when they sign the contract, but they may not because you just had one done. It might save them three, four hundred dollars. Correct. So, uh, Kim, how can somebody get a hold of you? Um, eight four seven. Two five four five seven five seven, or you can Google me at Kim Alden at Compass. One more time with your phone number eight four seven two five four five seven five seven. Absolutely, or get out to the website realestaterevealed.com, r e v e a l e d dot com. I also have videos this morning, Sunday morning, of everybody in the studio. Just go to Facebook, Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. I want to thank everybody again. I do this a lot every week, but it's really important. Thank you, all of you for making us your Sunday habit. Without you, we are not here week after month after year. And it's because of you we're starting our 14th year. Yeah, you heard that. I'm so excited. Thanks again. We'll be right back with a recap of the show. Now back to Real Estate Revealed with your host, Randy Parcella. Like heaven on earth can't take my eyes off of you. You're too good to be true. Of course, I can't sing at all, so don't touch that tile, but I can dance. Happy Easter, everybody. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. 
If you missed any part of the show, get out to the website tomorrow, Monday afternoon. The podcast will play on and on whenever you want. And I've got videos of everybody at Facebook, Real Estate Revealed. Um, I, I want to throw in another minute here of something. Um, I've had calls all month. Uh, twice in the past uh, month and a half, I did a show about myths, urban myths versus reality versus FHA, VA, and conventional. And um, the moral of the story was, I mean, everybody thinks, they raise their hand when I ask them this, do you think when you're going FHA, there's an FHA inspector and the FHA a com- inspector comes out and calls for repairs? It's urban myth, everybody, that stopped 23 years ago. FHA came to the home homeownership center from FHA, came here 23 years ago, said we are no longer in the calling for repair business. If your house complies with local building and zoning codes and there's no health and safety issues, it's okay. So get this out of your mind. And I'm happy to go over in detail. I am happy to come to your office, your mortgage company, real estate office, whatever, and explain the details. But if you go on uh, Real Estate Revealed website on podcasts, scroll back last a few weeks, and I've got a whole section there. Um, yeah, so you don't want to not sell your house or be available for FHA because about 50% of the deals written are FHA because it's 3.5% down. Here's where somebody will call, I'll call for repairs. I walk up to the house. The shingles are curling. Water stains, dark stains up on the second floor. It looks like it needs a new roof. It's a flooded basement. There's no hot water tank. There's no furnace. There's cracks in the foundation, horizontal. Um, there's lead-based paint prior to 1978. Yeah, that's health and safety concerns. But there's so many appraisers that are calling for made-up repairs. Like, hey, Randy, we're gonna put. We got to wait. You're the FHA guy. Let's get the house ready. I said, why? They said, well, you know, we got to put GFI outlets, kitchen and bathroom. I said, no, that's not an FHA rule. It might be your city rule, but you want to do it. And hey, we got to put up carbon monoxide and smoke alarms. Well, that might be the state of Illinois and Chicago law, but that's not up to the appraiser to enforce state laws. And we will be removed from the FHA and VA roster if we do that. Um, and peeling paint on a five-year-old house, 10-year-old house, 15-year-old house. Uh, there's a lot of appraisers. I think they're not getting paid enough money from the management company. Let's say the appraisal is 450 The appraiser's getting paid three and a quarter. A lot of appraisers call for a list of cosmetic repairs because they want to go back out for $125 reinspection fee. But the moral of the story, they're FHA and VA and conventional appraisals. They're all on the same form, everybody. And they all have the same health and safety guidelines. Call me for more details or email me. Randy Barcella on Facebook, Randy Barcella on LinkedIn, or Randy Barcella at AOL.com. Hey, you know me. Um, I always like to finish the show with inspirational quotes. Um, but before that, I got to thank the other partners on the show uh, who will be here next week. Teresa Mueller, broker owner of the Trellium Real Estate Group. Sandra Wright, realtor from Chicago Properties. Vincent Arricchio, the premier commercial and residential attorney. Brad Heddock, owner of Commercial Lending X. Um, Mark McKenna, realtor from Baird and Warner. Of course, Joshua Buckhalter, the premier producer here at AM560. And you know me, like I said, I, I always like to finish the show with inspirational quotes. And uh, today is no different. Because it's springtime, um, really good information here. Sometimes when you're in a dark place, you think you've been buried, but actually you've been planted. You see, the tiny seed knew that in order to grow, it had to be dropped in dirt, covered in darkness, and struggled to reach the light. So, see, your setbacks in life were simply a setup for favors to come. So, uh, wow, just some great information there. And, you know, again, because it's the holidays, the worst distance between two people is misunderstanding. I, I know you probably didn't get along with your dad this year or your mom 
or some close friends or you know what? Life goes on. It's too short. Life's too short. Pick up the phone today and call everybody. And you know what? The most beautiful things in life are not things, everybody. They're people, places, memories, and pictures. They're feelings and moments of smiles and laughter. Thank you again for making us your Sunday habit on the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Um, Be good to yourself. Be good to others. And tell someone each day that you love them. See you next Sunday.